How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. From the Stiefel Sports Studio, we go to Cincinnati, Ohio, and standing by is Cardinal Manager Oliver Marble. And first of all, good morning, Skipper. How are you? Morning, players. How we doing? We're doing well. Good weather over there is expected today, so uh, that that's something you don't have to worry about. But also the thing that it's senior day for the Cardinals, as we have Albert, we have Yachty, we have Al, um, Adam Wainwright all going this afternoon. But looking at yesterday's game, I want to go back to that for just a second. Uh, Dakota Hudson really solid yesterday, and now you're starting to see some of your pitchers stretch out a little bit more. Is that where you're seeing from where you sit? No doubt. Our starters doing a nice job of going a little further and deeper in games. So we saw that all week. And then uh, Dak did a nice job yesterday. He really did. Um, got behind a little bit of certain hitters, some deep counts, but was able to kind of still control the strike zone at times and, and get the ground ball double play. He was on the ground quite a bit, I think 10 ground ball outs. Um, so, yeah, he lets that sinker play. He, uh, it's, it's it's good for him and good for us. How important is it for for – Dak to have a guy, an umpire who understands he's got a good sinker because, you know, he's always low in the zone, and when he brings it up, that's when he gets hurt. Uh, but how important is it for him to have an umpire that understands this is where he works out of, the lower part of the strike zone? Yeah, Dak's going to be best when he's just attacking the strike zone, to be honest with you. He, he has enough stuff to get people out in the zone and doesn't have to nibble below it um, because of how much action that pitch actually has. Um, so his ability to, to just – uh, pound the strike zone and let his stuff play, uh, he's going to be on the ground quite a bit. Uh, the more he does that, the deeper he'll go in games. Uh, his stuff is plenty good enough. Andrew Kisner turned in another good performance, not only in the batter's box, but certainly behind the plate. What do you see in him right now? What do you see the difference between last season and this season so far? Uh, he's able to get into a little bit more of a rhythm. He understands uh, his playing schedule um, and, and his ability to be in there more often than he has in the past. So um, that that's allowed him to, to approach the game with more rhythm. And uh, the reality is this kid has prepared well, even when he's not playing. And uh, now that he's in there, um, we're, we're seeing what he's capable of doing, but he's done a nice job to this point. You know, one of the big stories this week was the fact that Jordan Hicks finally made the start that we'd all been looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Now that you've had a chance to digest that, that first outing as a starter, what were your thoughts on it? Uh, Hicks, was, that was fun to watch. Um, best part about it is he, he's taken the mound with a lot of confidence. He's a, he's a great competitor, but he's slowing the game down enough to allow his stuff to play. He, he's in control, which is uh, that's the fun part to watch uh, as he continues to get stretched out. Him being under control with the confidence he has right now is going to be uh, is going to be pretty dynamic. 
You know, that, that's an interesting point you make about him having control. How often do you see players that need to kind of pump the brakes uh, because the game comes at them fairly quick and some guys can't really digest it as well as they need to? How often do you have to remind guys or do guys remind themselves that they sometimes have to, A, breathe, and B, slow it down to the point where they can truly embrace what their skill set's all about? Uh, that's the biggest separator at the big league level. Um, skill is skill, and uh, everybody up here is good at what they do. Uh, they're, they're really good at their craft. The, the separator is their ability to emotionally and mentally handle the pressures of this game. And when things aren't going well, your ability to take a step back, take a deep breath, and, and anchor into what makes you good. Uh, there's a lot of players with a, a high elite level of skill that um, can't do that. And, and we don't see them stay at the big league level for very long. But there's some guys with average skill with a big league mentality, elite mentality, that are able to handle the pressures of this game. And, and they, they stay at the big league level for a long time. So for, for me, that's the biggest separator in, in being able to stay up here. Your ability to actually control the game, slow it down, um, and let your stuff play. Cardinal manager Oliver Marmel is with us here on KMOX. And, you know, one of the things you see in the game today are, are that we have so many young players, and, and a lot of guys are learning on the fly. This Andre Pallante, though, we saw him in the spring. Uh, he caught everybody's eye, and he hasn't disappointed anyone yet. What makes him get off to such a good start? Well, he's got elite stuff, um, and he has pitch arsenal to be able to get righties and lefties out. You can fire him in there at any part of the lineup. And uh, we're going to continue to sh- uh, shoot him in there in different situations and see how he handles it. Um, going back to mentality and just emotional IQ, being the separator, um, we're going to we're going to find out what we have in, in Palante, um, and we're going to continue to fire him in there and 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 see if he uh, is able to handle different situations. You know, handling situations is something that when you have the DH now, you've got Corey Dickerson, you use Lars Newtbar, and certainly Albert. Uh, it's, it was nice to see Corey Dickerson, who I, I consider a professional hitter, uh, him making a big contribution yesterday. And Lars Newtbar is relaxing a little bit more in the batter's box. You're seeing him come around. Is it just a matter of just guys having a chance to settle in? Because we're only two weeks into the season. Well, you, you nailed it, Clay. It's a, that's the biggest part is some of these guys um, settling in, feeling comfortable, and then contributing. And uh, – once they get a couple spots where they're able to come up with a big hit, like we saw Dickerson do a couple uh, times now, um, that allows you to kind of feel like you're contributing and you're settling in. And uh, I think the more uh, they do that, um, the better performance we'll see out of both of them. But we're, we're getting to that spot. You know, one of the things, as I mentioned, is we're just two weeks in. Are you noticing any trends, anything different about how the game is being uh, approached as far as strategy is concerned or how teams are playing defensively? Uh, because it, you know, I know what you guys are starting to do, or not necessarily starting to do, the shift, you guys have taken the shift and, and kind of gone in a different direction where you'll show it early and then you'll play straight up maybe with a hitter with two strikes on him. Is that something that you've been thinking about for a while? Is that something that uh, we're going to see more of? Uh, it, it just depends. Honestly, we did a decent amount of it last year as well. It's just specific to hitters and, and some of the lineups we've been facing. Um the, the info will tell us that early in counts, um, they're heavier pull and once they get to two strikes, they shorten up and use a little bit more of the whole field. Uh, so you'll see it from time to time, but it's more hitter specific than just strategy, overall strategy. Or, um, but, but yeah, I mean, we've seen it quite a bit with the lineups we've faced to this point. 
and we'll continue to see it as we go. There are reams of information that you can pour through before a game. Uh, give me one stat defensively and offensively that you look for that as you look through your stats and your notes every day. What's the one thing you look for in preparation for your opponent? The, the one offensive stat and the one defensive stat that you look at that maybe we, we don't take for granted as much uh, considering fans look at batting average, home runs, things of that nature. They're, they're, you can peel off another layer and find some other things. So what might it be? Gosh, that's a tough question. And the reality is I, I don't look at just one stat that's more meaningful to me than another. It's, it's the combination of all the things that we get from our baseball development department and uh, that tell a bigger story as to how we're going to approach the day. So there's not one specific stat on either side of the ball where it's like, this is the one I anchor to as much as taking in all the information on every player that is on the other side um, to tell a full story as to how we're going to approach them, whether that's how we're going to pitch them position against them. Um, So yeah, it's, uh, it's more of a combination of stats than just one specific one. Uh, how how are things going with Jack Flaherty? I know he is um, starting to throw a little bit. How how are things going as far as his uh, recovery? Yeah, we're right on schedule. He's uh, he's playing catch and, and backing it up, and he's at a good spot uh, physically and mentally. Um, but he's right on schedule as to where we were hoping he'd be at this point. Um, you know, as we know, everybody knows we had a short in spring training. Um, what did you take away from spring training that you'd like to apply more maybe for next spring or something that you've been able to carry into the season with regard to how your team prepares? You know what? The, the short and spring training was interesting because um, the, we, we weren't able to communicate with our players during that time period uh, in the off season. And um, credit to our guys, they came in um, extremely prepared. We got some high character guys that really care about their careers and they came in ready, um, which, which helped a lot. So the short and spring training, we, we weren't affected a ton by it. Um, it, it actually was pretty smooth. Um, we didn't need the extra couple of weeks. So we have stretched our guys out a little more. Sure. Uh, but the reality is our guys came ready. And because of that, we, um, the short and spring training was actually a, a plus for us. You know, when you you look at your team, and one of the things that I've learned that I've truly come to appreciate is how good you guys are defensively. And Nolan Arenado will do something special, it seems like, every night. And Paul Goldschmidt does something special every night. You sit in the dugout and you get a real close look at that. Do you look at, look at your coaches and some of your other players and just say, I can't believe I just saw that? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's plenty of times where I just laugh. Um, we have a joke of a defense. It's unbelievable. Um, and, and, and here's the thing. They, they really care about it. Um, you watch us do our pregame, and, and guys are intently going through it um, with a purpose. Um, they're intentional about their work. They care about it. Our staff makes it important. Our players finding, find it important. So they're, they're doing their pregame very game-like, uh, at a game-like speed. So when the game happens, it's just instincts kick in, and you don't have to think a whole lot. But uh, their preparation leads to those plays happening in the game that people are amazed by. So credit to our uh, our players because they go about it the right way. You know, that that's a great point you make about them going about the right way. And I've seen a lot of teams prepare over the years. And I have to tell you, this team really, truly puts work in behind the scenes unlike a lot of teams I've seen in the past. And I think the fact that they see what the results will bring them 
Uh, they just seem like they turn it up a notch, and and I think the work ethic that you have with your ball club is is contagious. I agree with you. You're, you're good at what you work on, and um, I mean, you look at this clubhouse today. It, it's easy to walk in here today. You got a day game, long road trip. You're heading back home, and to think, hey, let's just get through today and, and prepare for the Mets. But the reality is, you walk in that clubhouse today, and it's a playoff game. Um, these guys are preparing for today as if it was a playing game. You, 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 we, it's a must win. The mentality um, of everybody that's in the lineup today is, is it's impressive. Um, they know today's a big game, and uh, winning this third one is important. So the way they prepare and go about their business is, uh, is elite. 10-game road trip, man. You'll be glad to see anybody in this zip code right about now, I'm sure. But <laughs> you, you, you don't want to take your eye off the ball. So what do you look like for a lineup this afternoon? Yeah, we have uh, Edmund leading off against the lefty Goldie at first, O'Neal on left, Arenado at third, Alberts DHing, Carlson hitting behind him playing right, Sosa's at short today, uh, Molina catching and Bader in center field. All right, I don't want to jinx you. I think I may have done it earlier this week when I said let's get your first big league sweep. Uh, hopefully we'll get it today. Yeah, I don't believe in that. We'll, we'll try to give it a shot today. Well, that's all we need. Just give it a shot. Hey, as always, Oliver, thank you so much for your time, and I look forward to seeing you at the ballpark tomorrow. Appreciate it, Clay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That's uh, Cardinal Manager Oliver Marmo. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.